The views, information, or opinions expressed during the Wolf and Bull podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of Daremore Media, the Wolf and Bull, or its affiliates. The Wolf and Bull podcast is not responsible and does not verify the accuracy of any of the information contained in the podcast available for listening. The primary purpose of this podcast is for expressive listening entertainment. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Wolf and Bull Podcast. I am your friendly neighborhood wolf. And with me, I have my wonderful co-host. The bull. He's in the house with his cowbell still. Yeah. For God's sakes. You are. somebody get me something other than a cowbell someday? Uh, that's gonna have to. Uh, we're gonna have to send that up to upper management. Upper management level. Damn like it. I don't know if I can make that executive decision Damn myself. It. And additionally, we also have Beowulf. She is our shining Jamie in all of her Irish glory. I, I don't even, even really know what that means at this point. I'm not sure either. Obviously, you're referring to the mysterious Jamie from the Joe Rogan podcast, right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Jamie. That's me. Hey. Glad to be back, Jamie O'Shaughnessy. Yeah, I don't know who Jamie O'Shaughnessy is. Sounds um, Irish, so I it does. You know, yeah. Go with that. There you Something go, like Jamie that. O'Shaughnessy. That's your new name. Uh, and anyway, welcome back to the show. It's been thirty days. We have been gone for quite a little bit uh, because we've been busy. Yeah, they did. Trent, yeah, you can let you say that. The busiest uh, thirty people days in the country. There's no one else listening. No who's one. Been no one else. No one's busy. We know, They're all we know. just sitting around waiting for our next podcast. Exactly. They're just On sitting pins and needles. Yeah, we're that important. It's great to feel <laughs> that way. Uh, we happen to be a podcast for those looking for captivating conversations, current events, and laughs, or a thought-provoking listen, something that the bull is just so prolific at providing. Um, If that's you, if you're looking for that, then you've come to the right place. So if you'd like to become part of the Wolf and Bull family, then you can find all of our latest updates and our content via our Instagram account at the Wolf and Bull. It'll be somewhere right here. And you can also find us on YouTube and on Rumble via the Wolf and Bull. Mm. Now, just a quick reminder, this episode is brought to you by Americano Ammunition Coffee, serving true American patriots the means to defend their freedom, one caffeinated caliber at a time. Visit their website, ammoandcoffee.com, and grab yourself a bag of coffee beans, or visit their shop in Queen Creek, Arizona, mention the Wolf and Bull, and you're going to get 25% off of your order at checkout. So, super phenomenal deal. One caffeinated caliber at a time, baby. There we go. Exactly. I, I highly recommend, if you're going to order online, you know... All the coffee beans are great, but if you're going into the store, get the Desert Eagle. Ice. Do they do they sell the whole beans or do they sell them all ground up already? They do both. Bags. They both. do both, mm-hmm. but I always recommend invest in a good a coffee grinder. Grind the beans yourself at home. Mm, more fresher. Fresh. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then you get use, yourself one of those growlers. Have you used a French coffee press? Yes. Do you yes. have one? Yes. What yes. am I saying? Of course we do. You have like 15 different coffee We do. We, makers we have. Uh, you know what? I'm not going to n- mention it because it's very embarrassing <laughs> and pretentious to say out loud just how many coffee machines we... Seven. Ways of... Yep. Me, I just have a <laughs> coffee can full of Sanka. That's what I have. So how's everybody doing? Uh, where have we been? What have we been up to? Ooh, in the past month, we've done a lot of traveling time. for work. Actually, time has just stood still. The last 30 days have gone by in a blink. Well, how many places have you been? In the past month, you've been... I asked you this the other you, day. You've, you've been to uh, <laughs> different countries, different I've states. I've been to Mexico and Canada. I've been to Michigan, mm-hmm. Illinois. Mm-hmm. I've been to Texas, <laughs> to California twice, mm-hmm. and Texas twice, and Arizona, of course. Well, I've moved around Arizona. <laughs> yes, <laughs> just moving around. We've done about half of those same same locations in the past thirty days. Uh, Beautiful places, all. Yes, you know, I enjoyed every single trip. 
Yeah, a couple of trips I enjoyed too much because I drank a little too much of something <laughs> called a beverage. Irish whiskey. Yeah. Mm. What's well, funny is that we'll, we'll jump into the unceremoniously ceremonial whiskey oh, review in just a second. A great just a second. Segue. But on that note, what's funny <laughs> is he, he, on one of his drinking binges, oh, uh, he now. decided to tell us uh, about his wonderful friend that he met. He oh, texted is, me the contact information of a stranger. This is great. Very I mean, funny. I sat in a little hotel bar. The guy behind the bar is a little younger than me, very gregarious, big guy, long hair, and he used to be a roadie for probably several 80s bands. And he knew literally everything about every 80s band there was. So four hours later, I was like, hey, my wife is on the phone from a distance doing trivia with him. And he, it's, I guess I sent you guys at 1145 at night. Oh, my Lord. Twice. You said it to be twice. You, you know, what? I would have loved to have asked him all about um any any insight he had into the band Poison and uh, Brett Michaels? Well, you've because, got his contact. Yeah, yeah. I, I might just text him and be like, "Did you ever watch Rock of Love?" Because mm. I have watched that show many he times. He will probably give you the inside scoop. Oh, I love it. That's well, the bull already knows. I mean, he was on the show for three seasons. So that's right. That's true. I, Brett I had Michaels to cut my is sitting hair right here and, in yeah. studio. Didn't wear the pirate hat anymore. The cowboy hat. The pirate hat. The bandana. The bandana. We've got to have you dress up as Brett Michaels one of these evenings. Put that down before that. Like one of these times, you got to have know, you dress up. You should pop up the picture of me right about here. Of yeah. That, that one of Jack. We'll do like a, oh, we'll that's do, right. When you dressed up as for Halloween. We'll do like a, we'll do like a, a rock star episode and you could dress up as Brett Michaels. <laughs> I'll sing. I'll sing. What's his famous song? Every Rose, Rose has a song. I don't know if that's the name of the song. Oh, but that's a, something like that. Yeah. 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 Oh, Just so funny. That'd be beautiful. Whiskey, whiskey, whiskey. Well, for our second segment, our for second ceremonious, second unceremonial, ceremoniously unceremonial whiskey review, we have decided to tickle our taste buds with the wonderfully smooth and invigorally, invigoratingly, invigorating. God, invigoratingly, invigoratingly American Buffalo Trace whiskey. Buffalo. Now, you know what the male buffalo is called? I don't. A bull, baby. A bull. <laughs> well, for all you listening, if you happen to be interested in whiskey, Buffalo Trace has an interesting little blurb on their bottle, and I'm going to go ahead and read a quick expert excerpt of it. The ancient paths... Oh, actually, I should do this in a country voice. The ancient paths of countless buffalo led America <laughs> westward. Legendary explorers, pioneers, and settlers alike followed these trails known as traces through rugged wilderness to new lands, new adventures, and newfound freedom. One such trace, called the Great Buffalo Trace, crossed the Kentucky River at a spot just north of present-day Frankfurt. Early pioneers settled here in 1775, and with the plentiful, pure limestone water in rich river bottom loam for growing exceptional grains, distillation quickly followed. With an unparalleled reputation for creating outstanding bourbon whiskey, the Buffalo Trace Distillery today stands as one of America's oldest distilling sites. The bold heritage of the mighty buffalo and the individuality and pioneering spirit of those early Americans are again found in Buffalo Trace Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, the very finest bourbon created at the Buffalo Trace Distillery. 
Traditionally handcrafted. You think it's done? <laughs> yeah. Traditionally handcrafted. Buffalo Trace has a smooth, confident taste that invites discovery with every sip. Explore really Buffalo sip. Trace and taste the spirit of legends. Oh, I love that. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna you know put. What, you know what's amazing? You know what's amazing about that whole story? So here you go. You've got a, you know, a few hundred people out in the West version of what America was at that time, settling in along the rivers where the loam was thick and ready to be planted. And, thick and, and, ready and, for and so instead it. of like planting like crops to eat and stuff, hey, let's make some whiskey. It's <laughs> <laughs> a permit. We yeah. don't need no we food. Have, we don't need no food. <laughs> we got some corn over there. We got some maids over there. And, well, we so whiskey interestingly, I did not know this, and this would probably be something fun to do in the future per Wolf and Bull travels since we don't record ooh, those. Ooh, we should record that. Well, interestingly trace. enough, uh, we can so this distillery trace. has a really, really rich history uh, with it dating all the way back to 1771. Um, in fact, the old Taylor House, which was built by Commodore, Theod- uh, Commodore Richard Taylor in 1792, actually still sits on the Buffalo Trace Distillery site today. Um, just a few interesting nuggets I thought I would bring out before we tell you the price and our rating. Um, in 1771, Daniel Boone passed through Lee's Town on Buffalo Trace, um, or following a Buffalo Trace. In 1773, McAfee Brothers and Hancock Taylor survey. Uh, surveyed the Frankfurt area. In 1775, Hancock and Willis Lee established Leestown, north of Frankfurt Settlement, along the Kentucky River, which is now home to the Buffalo Trace Distillery. In 1792, Kentucky becomes the 15th state in the Union. So this is before all that. And then in uh, 1811, a three-story warehouse is built on Kentucky River to store goods, including whiskey, awaiting shipment to New Orleans. And then Benjamin Blanton, who I was played a part in this, and you can see this on their website, by the way. He played a part in the distilling process. Uh, he was thought to have created a distillery or started distilling there in the future. And then in 1858, Daniel Swigert created a small distillery using warehouse and the Riverside site. So it's pretty interesting. Mm. You know what? Yeah. Good times, bad times, high times, low times. You got to start singing? Yes. I'm going to sing the Buffalo Trace did song. You did, literally you know just quote, did you bu- literally just quote a lyric from good times, bad times? You literally just quoted a lyric. What song is that? I know that song. From the... From good the, uh, times. I can't <laughs> sing it. We'll get if that was If that was a lyric, it came from the unconscious levels well, of the bowl. Well. But uh, I forget what the hell I was going to say. Oh, no. I mean, no matter what, people were drinking, man. Yeah, they were. They were drinking. They were always drinking. They were breaking their legs and dying from dysentery and then drinking whiskey all along the way. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, this is an incredibly old spirit. Uh, It's great. It's probably going to be a really good gift for Father's Day, which is coming up. Uh, So if you're thinking about that, it's a great gift that you can get for your father or someone who you see as a father. Um, If you can get your hands on it, because it's really hard to find. Uh, These bottles are going to be right around 40 or 50 bucks. So... To everyone in the studio, let's give it a, a nice cheers to the old Buffalo taste and Tracers. Mm. Buffalo Buffalo All right. Good stuff. Okay. Ugh. That sounded <laughs> mm. vile. That some, that's some good stuff. Some solid stuff. Ooh, that is. Look at this guy. over here. Look at him. Nice. That ruined it. That but that's was, okay. Now I can drink that. Yeah. Nice. I almost said rum and coke. It's not even a rum. Put a little Whiskey solid. Coke. Put a little solid coke sugar in there. Better. <laughs> Still a lot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well. Uh, oh, jeez. On that note, what uh, what's your rating? My rating. Your is, rating. Uh, on yucky between zero and yucky. 
listen, I am not a huge drinker in any form. Um, that <laughs> what were the what was the rating again? <laughs> yucky and what? They're just on a scale of one to yucky, actually. Okay, I guess I guess with with a Coke that would be like one being good, yucky being bad. Like a like a six or seven. Wow, so it's close to yucky. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, sorry. I drink fruity. So we're fruity, doing the uh, doing the rating opposite. Drinks. Well, shouldn't it go from yucky her. to yes? No, no. Rating. You know, it's, it's one just, to yucky. It's just it's a lot. It's a lot for me. Well, for me, I mean, that's a that's a that's like an, an that's eight solid, nine. Man. That's an eight say, that's, nine. That's a, it's got a little bit of a an afterbite to it, which you kind of want with whiskey. I'm not, but it's not extended. Yeah. You know what I mean? It just gives you a little a lot of caramel. Ugh. What's your rating? I, I said eight nine. Caramel. I don't know if there's much car- caramel. There's, there's an A after, definitely there's caramel. An a after the R. You know, caramel. on the west side of the Mississippi, they call it caramel. On the east caramel. side of the Mississippi, they call it caramel. Well, my family is from Ireland. Be a true so. Buffalo Tracer. Your family's actually from California, but... No, it's from so. Ireland. It's from <laughs> Ireland. Stop it. So your rating <laughs> is solid? Yeah. I may have to have a second pour before I decide. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, uh, yeah, that about wraps up the uh, unceremoniously the ceremony. Show. Yeah, we're done. Uh, the unceremoniously ceremonial whiskey review. Uh, Beowulf, what are the segments that we're talking about today? What is the first segment? Well, first, we have to talk about the most groundbreaking of the three we're going to talk about. Mm, and unless groundbreaking. you've been under a rock, groundbreaking, so to speak, you've probably already heard the news. What level of the Richter scale is this groundbreaking? It uh, depends on who you ask, because it can be anywhere from one to ten, <laughs> depending. Is, do it, I need another, is it a really do I need another sip of? Is of, it really groundbreaking? Is it unbelievably, unbelievably groundbreaking? Well, like my hotel chain. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> All uh, my friends. The go Department there. of Justice, or the DOJ for short, has released an uh, unsealed federal indictment. Of former President Donald J. Trump. This is the is it, second. Is it Jay? Yeah, it is. Okay, it this is. is the yeah. second one during an election cycle, right? Just to clarify, this is number two. Number two. Okay, cool. Uh, it's thirty-seven felony counts, and they've all been filed against him, including charges related to mishandling classified documents, obstructing justice, and making false statements. It was unsealed after a grand jury in Miami voted to indict him, alleging that he knowingly kept hundreds of classified government documents in his Florida residence and conspired to prevent their return to U.S. officials. Yo, so pause. Uh, interesting that it happened in Florida. Ron DeSantis? Yes. Why is DeSantis making a push? No. Well, 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 it happened in Miami I, Day, I know, right? I, know, I, I also know, must know. clarify, it wasn't just Trump. A former Trump aide, his name hmm. being Walt, is it Nauta? N-A-U-T-A. I think Nauta? 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 Noda, because it sounds like Yoda. Anyway, Noda. okay. So the former aide, Noda, he is also fa- is, he's facing charges in the same indictment because he was caught on surveillance camera removing boxes from Margalago, and it seems that there is more to the story than may meet the eye. But yes, um, like for example, a, Melania a, and I made love on top of all the boxes that I took. <laughs> it was wonderful. We made love right on the boxes. You would be, you would have been jealous watching. This is a terrible I don't need Trump. To picture that. Ter- he has a lot of like grand. Like, you would have been jealous watching. Like he has that weird kind of throaty grain that I can't yet do. But yeah, that's what happened. What I heard through the grapevine. Well, there are um, a couple of opinions floating around, as you can imagine. Are there? This. There's a couple. <laughs> in an interview, actually this morning, 
on Fox News Sunday, Trump's former Attorney General Bill Barr expressed concern for the 2024 Republican presidential hopeful. He stated that if even half of the allegations in this indictment are true, Trump's chances are doomed. Can we talk about how Bill Barr kind of looks like Jabba the Hutt? Just a little bit. Wow, that's very rude of you <laughs> just to tad. say. Yeah, just the, every single time I see him, it, it, it reminds me just a little bit of him. Which, I mean, look, uh, I can make fun of him because he's a white guy like me. So <laughs> It's quite loud then. Barr yeah. described the indictment as highly detailed, extremely damaging. So basically, he disbarred <laughs> Trump. Right? Disbarred. Ooh. He dissed. That's his, that should uh, be his like Trump. trademark. Like, what, what, what would he Had be? to throw one okay. out there. His slogan. I owned you. I barred you. Okay, I was stupid. Like his, <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so that, that, made, that made mine sound really good. Thank you. <laughs> so he's basically like Trump, except he's barring people instead of firing them. Got it. Sure. But he also dismissed the notion that Trump was being a victim of a witch hunt, which is a popular opinion. He called that ludicrous or ridiculous. You're a witch. You're a witch. No, I'm not. Barr also stressed that Trump is not a victim, but rather in the wrong for possessing such highly sensitive secrets and such a careless handling of these documents. Also, special special counsel Jack Smith for the prosecution's office. They also spoke about the indictment, emphasizing that the charges against the former president are serious violations of our national security laws. He encourages the public to read the indictment, which is available to you online. Just a quick Google search. You'll Have find you ever it. read anything that's written by a lawyer? Come <laughs> yes, on now. They aren't fun. <laughs> but um, some Republicans, such as presidential candidate, is it Vivek Ramaswamy? I can't pronounce. I pre- I'm sorry. I can't it pronounce that name very well. I could give him. Ramaswamy. Sure. Thank you. Um, stands by you Trump. Yes. Okay. So VR. <laughs> Virtual reality. No. Uh, has stood by Trump amid these allegations. <laughs> and uh, oh even announced that if elected, he would pardon Trump. Before any specifics about the indictment came out, that was promised, reiterated this stance on CNN's State of the Union. Um, And on the other side of the aisle, Democratic officials have taken a less forgiving stance, as you could imagine. House Judiciary Chairman Jim Jordan dismissed the indictment as purely political, claiming that Trump has declassified these materials and had had the right to handle them as he saw fit. However, when pressed for evidence by... CNN Dana Bash, who you may be familiar Dana with. Dana Bash. Yes. Jordan simply relied on Trump's word for that. So. And of course, Democratic Senator Chris Coons of Delaware has said that no one is above the law. And uh, on ABC's The Week. Those in glass houses should no not throw stones. has no one to blame but himself for no being federally and criminally indicted. No one is above the law except Nancy Pelosi's so. husband. <laughs> Hillary Clinton burning all of her emails. Obama. Kids in Africa without consent of Congress. What about W. George Bush? He took down. He's an assumption. <laughs> what about first Bush number one? He probably hat? started something else. And then don't forget Bill Clinton, who could have taken out Osama at a given time. At a given time. He was busy Trump. smoking he was, cigars. Yeah, and getting white paint on his shirt um, or a blue dress. Okay. With that being said, you he know what? Here's the dress, problem. You know of course he did. Here's the problem with all this. I, and, and, and look, don't, I don't am, forget our, our current... Well, Dick Cheney, House plan. Dick Cheney, 
friend and getting no, away with that it. was that true too yeah. you know no, i'm talking about the, you got to remember this indictment came out on the same day as something else right uh i don't i don't pay attention because i that was what the hope is right yeah, exactly if, if you if you want to distract from the fact that the the uh, uh congress just got a hold of the documents from the fbi asserting that joan is a little boy got no a lot the big of money guy the big guy the big guy the big guy and the, the big little guy. boy yeah the big guy and the little boy were involved in all that Ukrainian Burisma nonsense. Geez, the same day, hey, we better announce the indictment. Well, and that also comes, by the way, on the heels of aliens being seen in Las Vegas. You're skipping ahead. I know, but with that being, wait a second, with that being said, this this is kind of the theme of the episode. I know I'm skipping ahead, but this is the theme of the episode, really. You know why he's because this? Well, wait a second. Let me get he's to my point. Hey, my hey Mr. Interruption, Mr. Interruption, I, we, we sorry, talked about this. Yeah, they're talking about the bull behind you. Um, with that being said, it's just, it's so unironic that it's laughable. Because, look, am I a fan? I don't think anyone here thinks I'm a fan of Trump. I'm not a fan of Trump. With that being said, this is silliness. It's stupid. Well, before you, before, well, I want to hear more of what you have to yeah, say. Yeah, that's okay. fine. It's important to remember that in our legal system here in the United States of mm-hmm. America, everyone is presumed innocent until proven guilty beyond a reasonable doubt unless you're a republican unless you're indicted in the unless you're anyone court of unless you're opinion. anyone but someone who is left leaning cuz i'm in the middle and i would be guilty as all hell trump and nada or nada or whatever yoda. this yoda his aide who's also indicted yeah. should be given the benefit of the doubt until the trial takes place of course okay? they should but let's 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 talk about a little bit of this detail here I can see you both just gnawing at the bits. <laughs> go ahead. Jump right into it. Let's go. Okay. It's set to be in the Southern District of Florida, like you said, mm. Florida. And the details revealed in the indictment are quite astonishing, as some would say. Uh, it's alleged that Trump shared a classified map related to a military operation and stored boxes containing classified documents improperly at Mar-a-Lago. I keep saying Margalago, like Mira, Margarita. Marilago. I'm sorry. Whatever. Uh, believe it or not, these boxes were found in various places, such as a bathroom, a ballroom, oh, must be a nice. shower. I even included a little picture here, which I love. I see all these bankers' boxes, which I'm very familiar with. Not these specific ones, of course. Never me. But the bankers' boxes and just filing stuff all stacked in a can, bathroom. Can, can we pause for a second on the note of it being stored in a bathroom, bankers' boxes? We'll show the photo. Mm-hmm. Why is it? that our public officials choose to store documents in the dumbest possible places. Like bathrooms or garages? We've got... They don't. Next to their Corvette. Uh, Like, uh, like what what is... Well, if if you're you're Trump and you want to read some of this, what's the best place to read it? Oh, the toilet. There you go, right there. Best literature available. Who doesn't have a magazine in their toilet? Doesn't he eat, like, McDonald's for, like, every meal? Why he would have to be there a lot. These documents, allegedly, they contain sensitive information about defense and weapons capabilities, United States nuclear (laughs) programs, and (laughs) potential vulnerabilities for military Nuclear site... Well, for the the federal prosecutors, <laughs> torpedo that. they claim that the former president defied requests from the Justice Department to release these documents and surrender them, and they accuse him of making false statements to the FBI, enlisting his aides to help hide the boxes and records when they were requested. And uh, our national defense information laws are crucial for the safety and security of the country. However... This makes me wonder personally how many other top level officials and presidents, past and former, all of them, 
are quite possibly biting their nails over oh, this. Well, no, they're not biting uh, their nails, though. That's the problem, is they're not biting their nails. Here's the issue with this whole entire thing. is, And this is coming, again, from someone who's not a fan of Trump. The standards aren't the same. If I do something and I happen to have a bunch of friends who all think like me and say the same things like me, like a bunch of riotous parrots, um, and I do something wrong, they're going to protect me because I'm a part of their group. But if I don't like what they're saying and I don't agree with them, but I'm respectful, even though Trump isn't exactly respectful all the time, um, I'm immediately blasted as guilty, guilty without evidence, guilty without trial. That's the problem here. We can talk about all of these things that Trump has done wrong. Once we start talking about what happened with Benghazi, once we start talking about what happened with, uh, you know, 9-11, once we start talking about what happened with the uh, the non-approved um, droning of civilians in Egypt, then we can talk about that because those things happened beforehand. And I don't know about anyone watching or anyone listening, but I like to I, I believe in one, two, three, ABC consecutive. I don't go start at Z and go all the way back to A because that's our that's our our system now, right? Yeah. Start now and let's continue to go backward until you you know, have everybody in the in the history of the world fall out of favor it's in nonsense. the eyes of the elite status people that are looking to be whatever they're looking to be today. I mean, it, it's the whole thing is and I don't believe, you know, Jim Jordan says, hey, this is all pure politics. I guess if depending on your definition of politics, but I think the thing people fail to remember about this, and I don't think people should be able to run willy nilly over the systems that are put in place in the United States. You said it yourself, Jamie, that that there are there there are ways that the legal and judicial system in the United States works that's supposed to cover all of us, right? That's mm. but that's a pipe dream. That's a pipe dream. So think think about this for a second. The the whole Watergate scandal, which seems like the littlest fucking thing in the world now compared to what's going on these days. That that dismantled the presidency, a presidency that won every state except one Mm -hmm. in that election. Didn't need to do any of that stuff. But it forced him out of office because of the way the public uh, was. It was defined in the public. It's what he did. And I'm not saying what he did was right. That's beside the point. What happened, though, is... Ford, what did he do when he got in the office? Oh, I don't know. I wasn't alive. Pardoned him. Yeah, it was dead. He, par- he pardoned him. <laughs> I don't remember. He pardoned Sorry. him. And let's think about why. Now, part of it might have been a behind-the-scenes deal, scenes deal, but he was vice president. He was going to be the next one in line, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm sure they had discussions about this. But the, the, the public line or Ford's line, if you read things after his presidency, what he talked about, he said, look, this is the presidency. This is for this is the quote unquote most powerful person in the entire world as far as the political scene. Now that in part is true, and the other part of it is their figurehead. Always has been, because there's this big construct of of lifelong swamp things. If you want to put, uh, hey, be careful! That's way too that's way too radicalized. Well, right that's, that's the way a lot of people think of it. But the bottom line is, is there are people in Washington that have been there for thirty, forty, fifty years. Mm-hmm. Or a thousand, like Biden, or a but, thousand. But, if but, you're Speaker Pelosi, but the the point is, is that if you want a system, see this this is not. We don't live in a bubble. Mm-mm. This is not just about the United States. We live in this 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 entire world where everybody's looking at each other and they're all jockeying for position, and we're the the big bad bully on the hill. Have been for a long time. Most of the world thinks of us as just terrible, terrible human beings as a whole because of all the things that we've done over time. You want to look at the one of the world's biggest criminal acts of all time how about dropping a couple of atomic bombs on population centers in in Mm -hmm. japan Mm -hmm. two 
Guantanamo. Guantanamo. I'm not blaming blaming Truman for that necessarily. Mm -hmm. You can go back and talk about uh, um, Roosevelt and what really happened or did not happen with Pearl Harbor. You can go back in history beyond. You know, know, there was a president actually arrested. You know that, right? Ulysses S. Grant. Mm -hmm. While he was in office. You know what he was arrested for? Speeding in his horse and buggy. And he was upset about it. He said, oh, yeah, you better arrest me. To the, to the African-American police officer in D.C. Mm. that arrested him. Now, that got buried until 1908 when the police officer actually told the story about this. Mm. And it came out to be true. But the, the, the point is, is throughout our history, there's been all this kind of stuff. But here's the problem. And you don't want to be a, a worshiping these levels of people that reach this, this station in life. You don't want that worship. But you also have to understand that that it's a it's a presidency mm-hmm. it's not a person Mm-mm. we can demean and, and degrade and 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 feel bad about the person that was voted into office whether it was right or wrong or indifferent we can talk and be critical in the united states because of our first amendment the ability to 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 uh, exercise that right and talk about that about those those people but the station the presidency you can't you we're setting ourselves up for dismantling our entire country. Well, the precedent, the precedent's already done. And we can we can move on to the next segment after this. But the precedent is already done here. I mean, like, and I, I've had, I, I like to have my comments on Instagram with people and be polite and respectful, but say things that uh, make sense. And uh, to me, at least, and uh, to some people, they don't. And for some reason, there's like this, this, this apathy and misconception that what must come, must, what, what goes up won't come down for some reason. That is the the power base will always be there. That it's always going to be the same. It's not. And the, the thing that I don't think that these on both ends of the aisle, these repeating parrots that watch mainstream media and never ever read anything or read any books about history, um, I think what they're not acknowledging is backlash exists, and backlash isn't always good. Doesn't mean that it doesn't have its benefits. Doesn't mean it doesn't reset the bar. But I don't know about you guys. But the last thing I want is, you know, our entire government system to fall in on itself. And every four years, flip-flopping back and forth on everything, not really getting anything done, intentional based around the system, and then adding in this nonsense of two years of campaigning and then additional nonsense of everyone either cheating to get into the presidency or cheating to stay in the presidency or cheating to get out of the presidency and then freaking indictments across the board is just nonsense. It's nonsense. It's distracting. So, okay, cool. Foreign policy and economy. That's not being discussed. No one's talking about those things. We're talking about the stupid... Forgive me, the witch hunt going on with almost every candidate. Well, I don't think people are paying attention quite as much as they should have to how quickly or how close we were to disaster like two weeks ago with uh, Congress and the and the mm-hmm. debt ceiling and everything. Like that could have ruined a lot of our lives, very much so. But it was fixed. Thank God. It was on not the next fixed. Thing. It was kicked down. The, it was kicked down. The, it was kicked yeah. down the path, <laughs> as we've done for many, as we many decades and, and generations. And when you're, with all when sorts you of are the basis for the entire financial structure in the world, currently, mm. still barely, mm. then you can do these things and get away with them. Yeah. The a modern economic theory says you can print all the money you want if you control what it means. Yeah. Yeah. Well, don't you? I don't know if we we'll control that anymore. Let's jump in the second segment. Let's 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 move on from the heavy just for a second uh, into the stuff that's a, not so heavy. This is a segment well, by itself. For like a I mentioned aliens. It. 
I mentioned it, so let's jump oh, into sorry. it. sorry. What happened? Were you about to say something? Nothing. It's just that that was such a... There's more to unpack here. There is We've got to keep the show digestible and succinct and beautiful. There's more to digest. There is. There is. You're right. But aliens are calling. Aliens are calling. want your attention right now. Okay. I know I you know. feel passionate. I know. So it all started on a the very... The same day. Yes. The same day. No. Late April. <laughs> same day. <laughs> Well, hold on. Late April is when this happened. I know. I and know, it kind of all started rolling out the same day as, mm-hmm. as the, Trump, the Trump indictment stuff. But this actually happened April 30th. Okay. <laughs> I'm getting too excited about aliens. Oh, my gosh. When a family in Las Vegas made a very chilling sighting in their backyard. <laughs> According to body footage or body footage, body camera footage, uh, they reported seeing a big creature that stood a staggering 10 feet tall. And a responding officer was intrigued by their account because another officer had witnessed something similar in the sky just minutes earlier. Did they measure these guys? They were they were assuming anywhere oh, cool. between like tall, too tall. Gotcha. Too tall to be human. So Shaq and in a basketball hoop. Cool. Let's go. Just a bunch of Shaquille O'Neal's running around their backyard. <laughs> I actually watched the body cam body cam footage Do for you this. Do know the uh, height of the tallest person? In documented history, eleven feet. Nope, eleven seven. I don't know. Eight feet nine. Eight. Thirty five feet tall. Eight feet nine before he died. Yeah. Ooh, rough. Yeah. Actually, yeah. that must have been yeah. difficult moving through. Yeah, life. of course that pituitary gland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, problem. Yeah. Well, uh, so another officer had seen something fall from the sky. So they, mm-hmm. so the guy who responded was like kind of freaked out because there was something going on that was weird. So residents actually across several of the western states did see something, a vibrant fireball streaking through the sky that night, April 30th. Maybe you're thinking back and like, I did see something April 30th. Well. It was a box full of documents. For you. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was uh, Trump, Trump on, a, no. on a banker's box. No, it was, it was, it was Trump dressed as Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> Hillary's riding shotgun throwing, with him. Throwing papers of, of nuclear defense systems Biden, out. Biden, Biden's digging through the bag of presents, throwing them out, <laughs> looking for a child. Oh, if we knew how to do a cartoon, that would be a hilarious one to do. Unfortunately, we don't. Anyway, this responding officer, he assured the family that he was taking their claim seriously and he was looking into the manner or the matter. He admitted that the timing of both sightings was a little concerning to him. It was too coincidental for him to ignore. And the local news station, uh, Eight News, which I look, they wrote a really good article on this, so I'd recommend looking into it. But they um, shared separate camera footage of the glowing object flying in the sky captured by a nearby residence. And you look this up, it's like, what is that? It's it is glowing kind of and weird. it's flying, yeah. Yeah. Now, as if that wasn't enough, about 40 minutes later, another individual called 911 to report two unknown entities in their backyard. A doorbell camera recorded an unusual noise and what seemed like a crash. Not sure if it was theirs or a nearby doorbell camera, but it was this family living in a ranch-style home in Las Vegas who had a front-row seat to the very peculiar happenings. While working on a vehicle in their yard, they witnessed a sparkly object of some sort hurtling towards them and they were given a like a shockwave effect when it landed like they actually felt it and one of the witnesses described the spot where the object landed being obscured 
by like a type of camouflage. Like they didn't couldn't understand what they were Predator. looking at. Yes. And then in a frantic call to police, which yeah, they, they seemed pretty freaked out, they reported the presence of two enormous figures in their backyard. Mm. The 911 caller described seeing a very similar object falling from the sky f- first. It was two little tiny things with a light behind them, <laughs> shooting a shadow up on a wall. <laughs> uh, they described them as eight to ten feet tall. So, uh, Matt, yeah, it's it like, looks strangely it's like, like chipmunks in the woods. <laughs> no, it's like Stitch from Lilo and Stitch when he lands yes, and yeah. crash lands. And yeah. He's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but they had big mouths Ohana. and shiny. They all said Ohana out loud. I almost just tried to do his voice, and I decided you can do it. You can do it. Come on, come on. There you go. The caller insisted that these beings, these eight to ten foot tall things were 100% not human and expressed their terror and their certainty mm. of that they were not human on the call to the dispatch. I know what they are. I know what they are. What? It's the 87,000 IRS agents. <laughs> they're here. <laughs> <laughs> this ranch arrived. This uh, is how they're coming to collect. Uh, <laughs> despite, or well, actually, so the, the Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department they took the reports pretty seriously and they launched an investigation which lasted several days. But according to 8 News Now, that local station in Las Vegas, the case was eventually closed without any further explanation mm-hmm. as to why. It's because they got a call. Yes, we're the. Uh, what, what's the, oh, what was the I movie? Got, I, got, I got this. I got this. Yeah, we're going to be closed now on that research uh, of the two individuals that you mentioned. Uh, we're a little bit uh, we're a little bit too early for pushing forward with Project Bluebeam. Uh, we're about 15 <laughs> years too early. Um, yeah, those guys are early arrivals. We're going to hold them in uh, Area 51 for about a year or two. Well, it's the what was the movie with Will Smith and Men in Black? Men in Black. Where do you think the got ideas like well, that? Well, wait, 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 wait. Hold on a second. Wait, listen to this. Despite attempts to reach the family for interviews, they have apparently remained very elusive. Yeah, they disappeared. Publicly, one of the witnesses did reveal that they heard multiple footsteps in the yard and even on the roof at one point when this was going on. And they also mentioned seeing men in suits and sunglasses driving past their house mm. and with so, cars and government license. So plates. here's the question that I have: In the world of when people like you'll ro- be walking down the street and like someone's getting mugged and then they get stabbed and they start bleeding out and everyone takes out their phone instead of like mending the wound. In a world where we do that, you're telling me this is the one time where no one thought to take out their 4K cell phone. I, I well, I don't no know. one got any footage of any of the aliens or the guys in suits. Only anecdotal evidence. See, this is what. This is what gets me about this stuff because we'll the outskirts of Vegas here. Whoa, you used to live there. Come on, now. I people had technology in Vegas. It might have been <laughs> two thousand and four technology? technology in twenty sixteen. Waking up with severe but, hangovers. I lost a shit ton at the uh, roulette table. Yeah, exactly. And this giant guy came to kill me, so I'm turning it into an alien thing. <laughs> it's bath salts. It's like uh, the bouncer from from. Uh, I swear from he was Louv- human. I almost said the Louvre, <laughs> the Luxor, yeah, the Louvre. <laughs> the Louvre. Yes. Oh gosh, I'm the bouncer of the Louvre. Anyway, while Nellis uh, is it Nellis or Nellis? Nellis. Oh, Nellis. Sorry. While <laughs> Nellis and Creech Air Force Base, Dan Brown is uh, a, a unit. The Louvre, by the way, that's. Uh, a unit of the base is being the infamous Area 51, mm. official name, the Nevada Test and Training Range. Project um, They deny any involvement. Right. Sources within the police department indicated that uh, they believe that something indeed crashed in the family's yard. 
Can we can we talk seriously about why there hasn't been any footage of the family's yard? Why they haven't shown the crash site? Maybe they have it and they just have to. Dude, everyone in uh, look, drones are available for the public. <laughs> Okay, You're we like, were we were able we look. This is what's so well, funny took, about they this. Took the one guy off the air. He had oh, brought this right. up. Yeah, me. what's his name from Alex Jones? Alex, yeah, he's still Alex around. Off. He's still around. The, the the thing that gets me about and we're flagged now. We mentioned his name. Uh, the thing that gets me about all this is we. It's like the thing with the train that happened in uh in uh Palestine, uh, Palestine, Ohio, a little bit ago. It everyone got footage of it, and people came out that were not experts. And actually did their own tests and realized, hey, this isn't that good. And then the experts came out and said, well, actually, actually, this is fine. And, and then you, you're developing cancer in your cranial lobe. Okay. We've tested you with our technology, but then, it's okay. Then what they said is, hey, why don't we look up that movie script from a year ago that they did about this little town in in near East, East Palestine that yeah. ended up having the same thing. Why don't we follow that script exactly. to it's, discover it's, what actually we should do now? This all goes back to it goes back to simulation theory. You know, it, well, simulation theory or, like I always say, time is all happening at the same time. All of it. Our job is just to view it. Deep. Very deep. Real. Well, we'd really go off the edge deep, there. Real. Well, I, I, don't, I don't know what to think about this. Well, it's worth noting that the incident adds to the growing number of UFO sightings across the United States, according to declassified. Declassified. Yeah, like, those are in those Trump boxes. Oh, that's what that is. Right now Accor- in the bathroom, oh, he's reading what he's reading in that bathroom. It's after rated. his second Big Mac of the day. I want to find <laughs> those big booty aliens. <laughs> I want to find them. I they swear to God. Everybody says Melania. Melania is not real. And here's the evidence. She's well, an alien. According to I fell in love with a blue woman. <laughs> she's, a, she's an avatar. She's an avatar. James Cameron is an avatar. Like, it's, it's, it, you know the thing about all this that really gets me is this is not the first time this has happened. This isn't the last well, time it's happened. Wait as a I was saying. It's, it's not the first. And the funny thing that gets me is the media, which, again, this kind of ties to the overall theme here. The media is so dumb and they predictable suck. now. They're so dumb and predictable that it's like, well, something we don't like is happening. Quick, talk about aliens. When they thought five years ago that aliens were a joke. Well, like I was saying, the U.S. government has received... Over 510 reports of UFOs between late 2004 and mid-2022. Oh. So in 2021 alone, hundreds of identified aerial phenomena were reported. Mm. And like you were saying, see, if I was president, I would 100% be That's hiding the these thing, documents in the my shower. The first thing I would go to but is all the conspiracies that are talking. I'd be okay, like, bring out the book. I need to see it now. No, you know what I would do? I would, I would, I would, I would want to. This is why we can't be president. I would I'd be terrible at it. I'd be well, like. I wouldn't say anything. But I'd want to see know. the tunnel. Oh, yeah. I'd want to see the tunnel where, where JFK and. Uh, and what's her name? Where they got in to the, the White House? Oh, uh, oh, Marilyn Blondie. Monroe. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's the first thing I want to see. But also, and then I want to well, roll a slinky my, down the stairs. Here's my other question, though: is is the growing number of reports because of more <laughs> mysterious events, or <laughs> how deep does it go? I can still, I can still hear the slinky. It's like it's like hey, that. <laughs> it's like that one scene from Ace Ventura. Everybody loves a slinky. Everybody loves. <laughs> it's just going down the stairs. In the you Alps. two didn't. You just cut me off. I'm sorry. The slinky visual had to be <laughs> the Secret <laughs> Service. Yeah. Where's uh, the president? Yeah. Eagle, uh, eagles, or we, or his, his code name is Slinky One. Slinky Eagle. <laughs> Slinky 
the eagle one is distracted. He has to determine how fast the uh, Slinky goes down Where? the stairs into the secret Where's the president? Catacombs. Oh, he's he's in the catacombs again, playing with Slinkies. <laughs> <laughs> the world's too hard, man. I'm just going to play with my Slinkies, bro. Anyway, back to aliens. <laughs> is the growing number of incidents because there's actually more things going on, or is it just more people are comfortable speaking out? Can I answer that with a question? Well, you're going to anyway. Can I so answer go the ahead. question. You yeah. just um, did. Hey, hey, you asked a question. Well, I'm answering. With, can I answer it with a second question to the third question that I'm about to answer? Are influencers an actual job? Because <laughs> this is the, the reason I asked that is because everyone wants to be insta famous. Everybody. It's a, the the amount of people that make stuff up purely for the sake of clicks and views is astonishing today. And I'm not using this to say that aliens don't exist because I frankly think this was a real thing. With that being said, anyone and everyone can say anything and everything to their heart's content and only ever be fact checked if, of course, <laughs> they're on a certain side of the aisle. <laughs> if they're if they if they have certain viewpoint of the world, if if you agree with the collective narrative no one's ever going to question what you say ever facts are a moving target uh-huh well it's clear that uh we don't understand everything about the world we live in or the space that we or should we well maybe not. i, I think you can we, watch the video footage online by the way it uh, just looks like an cnn asteroid. uh usa comment. today the question is, is is this extraterrestrial or interdimensional because I think that's the better question when we Ooh, talk about aliens. I like that. Because a lot of the a it's lot like of a the things character. that you well a lot of the things that you see in terms of how these UAPs come into existence or are videoed or whatever the the dynamics in which they create which they pop in and out of quote unquote existence give a layer to the idea of of time more so than it does distance. From my an expert opinion. <laughs> well, I love it. It was such hey, authority, yeah. though. Wolf, you say things. Wolf, go grab your slinky. <laughs> I can smell it from here. Um, well, that's interesting. I, honestly, I don't. I think it's just ironic. Just a little tad, a little Isn't bit ironic. ironic. Isn't it ironic? Don't you uh, think that that um, you know, go with your lyrics again. That in the same week we're talking about the big guy getting in trouble with Burisma from the FBI. We're talking about the orange guy getting in trouble from the FBI and whoever else because of keeping uh, documents near his shitter. And then we're talking <laughs> about freaking aliens all on the same day. Well, what here, has happened to actual news? Well, here's, here's the news here. that we haven't been talking a lot about. That's our third topic. Let's well, jump well, into it. Here's what I want to know. Okay. If you're the president and one of the things you can do is declassify anything you want to mm-hmm. and you happen to take something home with you isn't it like kind of automatically declassified isn't mm. it assumed yes mm. Mm. just mm. just throwing that out there yeah okay anyway well, third segment I, and and he probably is an alien anyway trump i mean yeah, i think every well you know I'm there's good, a book in the late 1800s people, there's a book aliens. in the late 1800s about baron if you want to look it up that who followed a the guy pizza guy don, van buren who baron who, who followed about? a guy named don and discovered how to move through time. Was he you red? Know that? Look it up sometime. Was he red? A guy named Baron. No, red. Was he red? Red Baron. No. The pizza guy. He was plain. Who's Baron's son? Who's Trump's son? Oh, Baron. Baron. I know. I know who you're talking about. I'm just saying, I was asking oh. if he's red because the pizza what, what guy has always been a quote. Like red Baron pizza. I've never been it's, sold on it. It was, anyway. it was written about the same time as Alice in Wonderland. 
Interesting. Oh. Anyway, uh, third segment. Let's jump right into it. Let's see what's going on with actual news that no one seems to be talking about because we are an unserious community. Well, there was um, there was a piece on the New York Times <coughs> and even one on NBC News. There's a couple other ones, but it didn't make some of the big headlines. And as somebody who works in the transportation sector and has to look at all of this new stuff every day, it never jumped out. This was back in late May. Mm. So it may be an alarming story for both its details or for how little it's been mentioned, depending. But maybe, well, let's let's talk about it. Uh, the missing California-Wyoming train shipment. Yeah, what happened to that? Well, um, in April, 60,000 pounds of ammonium nitrate went missing during a rail shipment from Wyoming to California. And ammonium nitrate is a pretty volatile chemical commonly used as a fertilizer, but it's also commonly used in explosives. Makes things go boom. And explosives um, company, the manufacturing company Dino Noble, reported the loss to the federal government. Hold it, this was an explosive manufacturing company? Dino Noble? Isn't that what you just said? That is what I said, but now I'm... Uh-oh, the check. research is in question. The Hold expert on, wait, wait, is wait, being wait, questioned. Wait, 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 wait. Well, it's one thing if the fertilizer company announced missing. Yeah. It's another thing if an explosive yes. company announced missing. Yes, it mm. is an explosive. Holy shoot. Yeah, it's a... So that is, that is a great point. I didn't even, like, consider that while I was looking, yeah. like, I was reading into this. I didn't even think about that. So this is an explosive manufacturing company, Dino Noble. Well, never mind. We have more important things to talk about, like aliens and uh, the two star-crossed lovers who will one day get together in a twilight sequence and make sweet sweet love biden and trump it's gonna be great god that'd be the most ultimate twist wouldn't it oh biden Biden, you're doing the things i've asked you to do forever who are you where am i what's going on so what's happening (laughs) we'll move on from them for a second because this is the important news how do i feel about the compilation of of speeches in the history of presidential, you know, archives. They're coming. They're coming up. I've seen so many, and you know there's so many more. It's going to be the best series of SNL skits for years. Yeah, SNL's not Two years of entertainment coming right up. But, yeah, great point, actually, you just bring up. Uh, The explosives manufacturing company who was shipping this chemical to California, uh, Dino Noble, reported the loss to the federal government and is conducting an investigation into the incident. And according to Dino Noble, the rail car carrying the material was sealed when it left the manufacturing uh, plant or whatever it was in Wyoming, Cheyenne, Wyoming, on April 12th. The seals were reportedly intact when the rail car arrived in Saltdale, California. But the chemical was missing. And remember, we're talking about uh, 60,000 pounds Okay. Now, was this a boxcar or was this a tanker? What was this? That's another good question. See, you and I, we deal with the rail, so I we're need thinking to, all the time. Uh, ammo- let's look. Ammonium nitrate. I think because they put it, it could have been in bins inside of a a, a, a rail uh, boxcar, yeah. or it could have been something inside of a tanker of some kind, which would have the whole idea of this. I think it's inside of a tanker. I'm pretty sure it would be inside a tanker. Um, so I'm, how are the seals still intact is the question. Well, the seals are on the uh, inlet outtake. It's like a, in, so and by the way, seals, even on these things, it's not like a, a detriment to get rid of them. It's all it is, is a verification of chain of custody. Well, is it, anything has happened. Is it's it a, a detriment a to replace them though? Well, you would have to create one with the identical, you know, number sequence. So it has to be someone 
It would be on inside. The inside. Well, yeah. th- this is why I asked about the the company that's exposing this information now, because if you think about it, almost if you if you read FBI stats on especially cargo theft, eighty five percent of all cargo theft is starts inside. with an inside job. Yeah. So you would assume that somebody that either at the plant that manufactures for a company that creates explosives or a company that creates explosives somebody on one side or the other of this knew what was going to be shipped well here's the thing here's right. the thing it just says rail car i can't see if it was a tanker good reporting news um but here's but the point well, it the says point it to make, drew a leak of some kind right boxcar suspect yeah but so if it, it had to be a tanker if you if i'm thinking about this further because if it was in a boxcar these these materials would have been in some kind of multiple yeah, like containers s- yes. and you don't leak them all at the I'm same time. I'm pretty sure right? it was in a tanker. So yeah. when you, for, for someone who doesn't know exactly what that is, you see railroad. I think most people know what a tanker okay, is. Okay, well, yeah, it's like the, a lot of them are like black. Like the train like, version of a tanker that's sure. behind a semi-truck. Yeah. So, yes, it was being shipped by the explosives manufacturer, but in all of the verbiage afterwards, you'll see it's being referred to as a fertilizer. But you see, yeah, see, that's the problem. See, they, hmm. see, if the Norfolk Southern thing that happened in Ohio, one of the things that the public learned out of that is that if you have a certain percentage of your train, of your tanker cars or your your box cars, if a certain percentage of that is hazmat with a particular UN number of some mm-hmm. kind, then it has to be at a different level of security and understanding throughout yes. the complex of the railroads. Very strict. So what ends up happening is the 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 bills of lading. Mm-hmm. That's the the legal document that that constructs what is in a tanker, what's on a boxcar, what's in a container, et cetera, is created in such a way that it gives its component part, which is fertilizer, and expresses that it can be a U, specific UN number, but they're not saying this is you know right. so that they can qualify that. Now the thing that people don't, and this I know this is detailed out there, but the thing that has to come to the light about this is the railroads, all of them have a lot of technologies, many, many more technologies than people think. It's not just a bunch of track and a guy in a locomotive with a little hat on going, beep, beep. you know, there's more to it than that. Mm-hmm. You know, and when something's moving along the railroad, the railroad has um, audio and laser technology and weight sensitivity uh uh, metrics that this are this is why the Ohio thing was such a uh, f-up. correct yeah. because when things go along the tracks, there's a ton of data that comes back to the headquarters of the Union Pacific in Omaha, for instance, and and says these things are happening. the The overall weight of a container car, a stretch of seventy five hundred feet of container car or or box cars, etc., is structured in such a way with this much weight here, this much weight here. This so when it's going over the tracks, that weight will be shown. Mm-hmm. So if something's suddenly gone, that weight is missing. So here's the they issue. can backtrack all this stuff, right? Yeah. And the point. So here's the here's the weird thing about it is it was observed leaving Cheyenne with no sign of a leak, seal intact. It shows up in Saltdale, California, seal intact. Nothing in the nothing in the rail car. So they think a leak that the, 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 there's been saying publicly, there's a suggestion that a leak may have developed in the bottom gate of the rail car. And that's how it happened. Showed up. There was nothing in there. It must have been it was a leak. empty. How long empty. is this trek? See, so it's not season four, episode 13 yeah. of, of, uh, of Breaking Bad where they, I mean, so the question I have is how long is, how long well, is this trek? We'll get, we'll, we'll get into that. So the how real, long, long way? Cheyenne, Wyoming it's, it's, to California? It's far. It's far. And plus and it's it stops all desolate. the time. Yeah, but these things stop to pick up other stuff. Right. It's also like it goes through a lot of areas that are 
just thick with forest and it's, you know, a lot of open. Mountainous. Well, yeah, well, correct yeah. me if I'm wrong, but ammonium nitrate, I have no idea what it looks like visually, but I have to assume it glows bright green <laughs> and, and burns through everything to well, the core of the earth. it's basically just urea. powder. It's urea. It's basically green. what it is. Urea. Urine. Yes. Green. So, well, green urine? Yeah. I don't know. You better well, check yourself. You better have a doctor. You okay over there? <laughs> glowing green. Well, the rail car was, after they figured this out, they transported it back to Wyoming for further investigation. And Dino Noble has stated that it has very limited control over the train's activity during the transportation of tar cargo, which is 100% true. Um, I believe that. Union Pacific was the rail carrier who was involved, and they confirmed that their investigation is in its very early stages. This was as of May like 30th, right? And they maintained that the release, if caused by a leak, should not pose any risk to the public health or the environment. And the government agencies involved, because railroads really right. have done a great job of explaining that in the past couple months. But the government agencies involved are also not really agencies that are ever involved in some sort of domestic terrorism investigation. So that is something to keep of note. But Dino Noble does, has said they do not suspect that any criminal activity has been involved. Why but, wouldn't, well, why wouldn't they say that? I mean, think about this for a second. 60,000 pounds of an ammonium nitrate up and disappears. You're going to say, oh, we suspect criminal activity. That's what you're going to say. You're going to immediately state that you expect the worst. Of course, you're not going to say that. Well, so, if it's, it's their product that's missing. I mean, yeah, as someone who. So is, what you do in any instance of being found at fault, quote unquote, for something is you play dumb. Well, the Federal Railroad Administration and the California Public Utilities Commission, they're inducting their own investigations into this. Ammonium nitrate is primarily used as fertilizer. However, it can be employed in manufacturing and as an explosive in mining and construction. And that also makes sense. I'd be being shipped for that because it was shipped by an explosives manufacturer, <laughs> which I'm now realizing no one was trying to make that point very obvious in any yes. of the articles about it, which... To try and save Dino Noble's face. Yes. It's important to note also that ammonium nitrate, although relatively harmless on its own, does have the ability to become explosive with a fuel source and like heat and pressure. Okay, so what we, this is how we do railroad this. Railroad. This is how we do. Yeah, has a pressure. Lot of heat and yeah, pressure so we send another involved. train with no one on it. We, we, we automate a train, no one on it, the same pathway. And we just, we, uh, we put a bunch of gasoline tankers and just create <laughs> leaks in them and just let it. Let's let's just see what happens. I think. Well, well the the fact of the matter is, is if it if it has a leak, that would be discovered immediately. Mm-hmm. So, well, what's the holdup? Well, yeah, and the the, the holdup the on leak its doesn't. It's it's and it's shaped like a ten it's foot not a, tall it, alien. This isn't this isn't like you know sulfuric acid eating through anything. This is this is not that way. It, it just suddenly developed a leak. What I this. It's that's there's a lot of questions. Ammonium there. nitrate is responsible for um, like the 1995 Oklahoma City bombing. Uh, the, Let's speak of the devil. Didn't that guy just die? No, he did that was yesterday. Unabomber. Unabomber died oh, yesterday. You're right, Unabomber did. Um, also, like the massive explosion in Lebanon in 2020, August 2020. I remember seeing that video. Um, I think everyone saw that video. It was that was wild. That was ammonium nitrate exploding at a port. Mm. And mm. like the famous video, I think a lot, probably all of us have seen, a lot of people who are listening have seen, is of the guy on the jet ski and he sees it happening and he jumps in the water right when the shockwave comes at him. Mm. Yeah. Um, devastating consequences with with misused ammonium nitrate. Well, it's just, I think it's interesting that, that no one 
is talking about it because they think that the response of, well, there's no criminal activity, just merits that it's not news anymore. Well, the investigation's continuing. Um, not, I haven't seen anything updated, at least I didn't do like the, the hugest, deepest dive, but the, the most recent stuff I saw was from the last week of May. I don't think they're ever going to update um, And as someone who spent a decade of my life personally doing railroad claims for damages and loss, I can assure you that we may not have any answers anytime soon if we ever do it all. I don't so. think you will. I just don't think you will. I think but, there's, because here's the thing, if it's a, a leak, yeah, ammonium nitrate is bad by itself, but that's just, that's one, a, another notch against, what was BNSF or was it UP? UP. A notch against UP, which... If I was the railroads, I would just want news to just stop coming out about us at all so we could continue our corporate monopolization of the the industry. Um, Sorry, but, I poked my eye. That's yeah, why. it's okay. <laughs> then I patch. With that, with that being said, uh, yeah, that's that's actual news, um, even though it's really fun to think about, you know, a, a, a sloppy love fest between Biden and Trump. Um, and then finally reconciling, reconciling, they're reconciling their differences in so many different ways. Um, but I think, you know, I think the merit, I guess not the merit, the, the tone of our episode today is probably just how ridiculous the news is. Mm. So many ridiculous things come out all at once when important things come out and no one, uh, no and one noticed just that. as bad because we talked about nothing important. I know we didn't. Nothing important at all. Uh, but yeah, uh, anything else to say? Any opinions at all before I we wrap up? I think the only way we'll know if a... Well, here's... I want to bring up one more thing. On all that stuff I was reading about the, about the ammonium nitrate, they kept saying the chemical is designed for ground application and quick soil absorption. So even if it did leak, we probably won't know for sure. I'm like... Doesn't that Why do they keep referring canned? to it specifically as fertilizer when it was obviously being shipped by an explosives manufacturer? They needed exp- they needed hey, fertilizer from their There's nothing plants. going on over here. Just look over. So here. I guess the yeah. only way we'll know for sure because they apparently can't. They probably won't be able to detect it if that's happening. If there's like just a bunch of wildflowers between Wyoming and California on the railroad, I don't know what else to say. Like that's you know, suddenly there's like a yeah. whole whole squad of wildflowers that are like. 50 feet Lupines. tall and then, and then following Lupines. following that is like a squad of like co-ed college girls taking summer photos of during the flower bloom the poppy yeah the that'd poppies. be great uh well yeah. i guess that kind of wraps it up um yeah that wraps up the episode if you happen to like the episode uh you know that's wonderful we appreciate you <laughs> we appreciate great. you being part of the wolf and bull family uh and we hope that you did like the episode uh you can find more of our content on instagram at the wolf and bull and you can also find us again on youtube and on rumble if you happen to have liked this episode a subscription would be greatly appreciated or a five-star review on spotify or any other major listening pl- uh, podcast platform uh but yeah with that being said thank you again for joining us and we will catch you next week Thank you for tuning into the Wolf and Bull podcast. Our team here at the Wolf and Bull and Damore Media are so happy you spent some time with us. If you liked this episode, please leave a five-star rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. A review will help grow our show and we'd love for you to be a part of our family. If you'd like more content from the Wolf and Bull, you can find it at our Instagram at the Wolf and Bull and on YouTube and Rumble via the Wolf and Bull. Thank you again and we'll see you next week.